Rock Talk Studio, the podcast where we dissect, analyze, and discuss the world of rock and roll books, documentaries, and movies. Today we're going to take a look at the documentary of Randy Rhodes' Reflections of a Guitar Icon. Is this documentary worth your time and money? Well, the next 15 minutes of this rock and roll conversations, I will definitely point you in the right direction. And I promise it to deliver it to you with all the passion of David Lee Roth's ego. I'm your host, Big Rick. Let's plug in. Here's how the show is set up. We have three main sets. In the first set, we do a review, and then we give the doc the official Rock Talk Studio rating. Second set, I take a look at, like, if you're a true fan, is this worth your while? I mean, is there anything you haven't seen before? What are you going to get out of it if you're a true fan of, of Randy Rhodes? And we're going to flip it and look at what about a casual fan? If you're just, you know, you know a little bit about Randy Rhodes, you're a casual fan, but want to learn more, is this worth your time? I'll give you some insight on that. In the third set, I do my best to answer an impossible-to-answer rock and roll question. And then, like every good rock show, we've got an encore. The encore is where I've I've dug around, I've I've scrounged and looked for something else to continue the story about Randy Rhodes, something I feel you need to see, hear, or read about Randy Rhodes. Okay, time for the first set. Let's get into our review. How good could a Randy Rhodes documentary be without the complete help from the Rhodes family vaults or from the Osbournes? Director Andrew Rillis, who put this together, tried numerous times to get both parties involved to no avail, and he had a good point. There really hasn't been that definitive, high-budget study of Randy Rhodes' life, but neither side budged, so what you have here is Rillis' best shot. Is it slick, glossy, with a large budget and a who's who of stars contributing quotes? No, it's definitely not that. But a Apart from the minimal footage of Rhodes with Ozzy, I must say you still get a pretty good in-depth profile with this documentary reflection of a guitar icon, especially of the early years. And that's what this doc does really well. It's amazing how early Rhodes became obsessed with the guitar. I mean, we're talking age six, and there's a ton of early footage that captures Rhodes growing as a guitarist. I mean, Rhodes was an L.A. kid. And his early years were shaped by hanging out at his mom's music school. And he progressed so quickly that there was a time where the teacher called his mom and told her that, hey, I I quit teaching Randy. And the mom asked, why? What's going on? And he said, for the last few months he's been teaching me, I can no longer keep up with him. So he was definitely this kind of wizard of the guitar very early on. I love the classic first rock and roll concert share. And this one's a great one. His brother, who actually does participate a little bit in the documentary, tells a story where he begs his brother to go see Alice Cooper with him. And Randy did not want to go. And his brother's like, well, why not? Why don't you want to see Alice Cooper? And he said, well, I don't, I'm really not into folk singers. He thought Alec was a, a folk singer. He also thought Alice was a female folk singer. So it's a pretty interesting first concert share. But that first concert did what a lot of first concerts did to a lot of people. It lit the fuse and it became this thing where he wanted to be a rock star. Most of the documentary is made up of his climb to stardom before he joined Ozzy in 79. I mean, there's some really great footage of those late 70s scenes and he formed Quiet Riot and was was starting to come up and Randy's status was becoming this kind of must-see up-and-coming guitar god. Him and that other guy who was wrecking the Sunset Strip at the time, Eddie Van Halen. So Road was becoming a must-see show. And Eddie and Dave actually went to a couple shows to check him out because he was just such a hot shot on the Sunset Strips. And it, it, it was a rivalry there for a little while between um, you know Eddie and Randy and who was, who was better, who could had the claim to the best guitarist on the Strip. I mean, there was 
cool share in the in the doc about the, the roadie taking a picture of Eddie Van Halen and put it on Randy's uh, guitar pedal to every time he, he stopped down for overdrive, he was stomping down in, on Eddie Van Halen. So why didn't Quiet Riot and Randy Rhodes hit it big? I mean, I was thinking about that, and that was something I was wondering. I mean, there, the effort was there. They were putting it into being big players on the Sunset Strip, and Randy was really into it, but I'm not sure. I mean, there was there was a mention that Randy said he was frustrated with not being able to write the kind of songs he wanted to write. And Kevin Dubrow, the lead singer, was his best buddy, and he just kind of blocked him a little bit. But was that the main reason why they didn't pop off? I don't know. I think a key to that question might lie in the fact that Randy spent a year living with Ozzy before they made that first record. So that synergy, that, that whatever it was that gave Randy a confidence boost, I mean, you know, you're hanging with Ozzy. He was definitely in awe of him, spending a whole year to make that record. But it really would have been cool to see where he came up with those riffs and a little bit behind that. But again, the Osbournes haven't shared anything with this documentary. So I don't know if that it, that kind of stuff's out there, but that would have been great to see. Um, whatever happened in the year produced a great record and, and it showed the world what a dedicated group of quiet Riot fans knew all along that Randy was special and, and a one-of-a-kind talent. Let's not let that overshadow what we have here. It's a well-told story that needed to be shared, and that's what I really like about it. It's nice to see Randy getting some accolades here. It's 85 minutes, and it was uh, narrated by uh, Tracy Guns from L.A. Guns, and it was, it's definitely worth worth watching. The inevitable ending, you know, with Randy dying when he had no right to die and for foolish, really foolish reasons, was another reminder of what, um, you know, the rock and roll world lost. And a tribute for this guitar slinger, though not with a big budget and with a multiple of stars, it's still welcomed, enjoyed, and appreciated. That's our review of Randy Rhodes' documentary, Reflections of a Guitar Icon. Have a question, a different opinion? Hey, who doesn't? We're talking rock and roll here. Shout out to me, Big Rick, at rocktalkstudio at gmail.com. Or you can visit the website to see the past and the upcoming shows at rocktalkstudio.buzzsprout.com. That's rocktalkstudio.buzzsprout.com. Now it's time to rate this documentary. Let's put the official stamp on it and let's see where it falls. The rating system is set up like this. A one is front row. Doesn't get much better. Great view. Highly recommended doc. Two, load seats, not a bad view, still recommended. And three, you're in the nosebleeds, baby. Randy Rhodes, Reflections of a Guitar Icon is a two. You're in the load seats. I definitely recommend it. Here we go. Second set time, fan versus casual fan. So if you're a fan of Randy Rhodes, slash kind of Ozzy Osbourne, slash Quiet Riot. Are you going to enjoy this? Is this worth your time? And I think because of the lack of Rhodes material that's out there, a true fan's going to enjoy what was put together here, especially the way it was told and the care the producer took to, to tell the story. If you're a Quiet Riot fan, definitely the early footage, that Quiet Riot stuff is really, really good in, in this. Um, it'll leave a true fan wanting more. There's no doubt about it, especially everything that might be kept out of this that the Rhodes family might have and, and what Ozzy and Sharon might be might be stashing. Who knows? Casual fans. So let's let's look at it from a casual fan's view. Uh, you get a fantastic early glimpse of how great Rhodes was. I mean, in his early twenties, 
you're shown just how committed he was in how much time and effort he put into his band Quiet Riot. And then, I mean, that was pre-Come On, Feel the Noise stuff for the casual fan. And then you also get left with pondering where this guy might have ended up in the ranks of guitar god. So it is something, I think there's there's, there's definitely something there for a casual fan. Coming up next, the third and final set where we ask and answer an impossible to answer rock and roll question about Randy Roach. Okay, before we jump into the impossible question, I just want to fill you in on what's coming up in the next couple of shows, what I've been reading and checking out. The next show is the Cheap Trick book, This Band Has No Past, followed by the Credence documentary, Live at Royal Albert Hall. And then I just finished up the Matt Sorum book, That Wild Tale, and that that book is crazy, rock and roll debauchery. So Matt Sorum after that, uh, after the Credence show, and then there's the Bono book, there's Let There Be Drums documentary, there's Brian Johnson books, a lot of great stuff coming up. You can find out all the information about our shows at rocktalkstudio.buzzsprout.com. That's rocktalkstudio.buzzsprout.com. It is time for our impossible to answer rock and roll question. So the impossible question, first of all, no, the impossible question has no definitive answer. It's impossible to answer. The, the reason why I come up with them is it's just a different way to look at the artist, a different scenario, a twist, kind of a what if scenario. And we get to throw around kind of a weird rock and roll possibility. And we have one today, definitely. If you're paying attention, you kind of know where we were going with this when it was coming up, it's Randy versus Eddie with a twist. So let's switch it up. Let's put Randy Rhodes in the Van Halen band, and we'll throw Eddie over there with Ozzy and see what happens. I mean, Randy Rhodes with Van Halen is a very interesting thought. I mean, where would they be, Dave, Mike, Alex, and Randy? I mean, Randy came up with great licks. He wrote great songs. I think they could have been really good. Could they have been the Van Halen? Mm, Of course not. But that's not the the question. But how would Randy Rhodes be in Van Halen? I think he would have had a great rock and roll band. Uh, I think it would be interesting going forward because going forward, Eddie kind of took on the keyboard sound. It changed. It morphed. So where would it go as far as sound-wise going forward? Fortunately, with Randy passing, we'll never know. So that sucks. But the other side of the coin, uh, Eddie and Ozzy, I mean, how could Eddie deal with Ozzy? Well, he dealt with Roth. So... Who knows? I mean, that that would be an interesting sound. But um, Van Rhodes is our impossible question answered the best we could. And that's why it's the impossible question. It's fun to ponder, impossible to answer. What happens when you follow or subscribe to the Rock Talk studio or leave a five-star review? Well, the reason why I do this is because I love rock and roll. I love talking about rock and roll. And I want the art form, the conversation about it, and the music to live on. You know, as the makers of the music start to head into the final chapters of their lives, I think it's important to honor them and to keep celebrating the music that has made those classic rock and roll years so special. So hit the subscribe button, join this community, and know that any support is really, really appreciated. Let's get into the encore of the show. And what the encore is, is that's where I've just dug around and trying to find something that would further the story about Randy Rhodes, something that you can check out or listen to or see, and kind of next layer, the next step for Randy Rhodes. And I'm, this one is a tough one because there's not a lot out there for Randy Rhodes. So all I can say is, you know, pull out that Diary of the Madman record, 
pull out Blizzard of Oz, crank it up, and remember how great this young guitar slinger really was. Thanks for tuning in. Love talking rock and roll and appreciate anyone who takes a few minutes out of their day to enjoy the ride with me. Remember, you can find other and future episodes at rocktalkstudio.buzzsprout.com. All right, tear it down, pack it up, and head on down the road. We'll see you next time in the Rock Talk Studio.